Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for Forsyth Business Radio. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Forsyth Business Radio. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and today it is a very special edition as we are celebrating the real men that wear pink of Atlanta. If you're not familiar with the real men that wear pink of Atlanta, we have four of them sitting in the room here today. So first I'd like to kick it off with the co-chair and also an alumni from the Real Men That Wear Pink campaign. We have Bruce Nelson, who is the Vice President of Strategy for High Tech, and also Michael Jones, who is the Vice President of Human Resources for RICO. Welcome back to the show, gentlemen. Well, Amanda, thank you for having us. And thank you, uh, Business Radio X, for uh, sponsoring American Cancer Society and really giving some awareness to the fight against breast cancer in the Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Well, I'm glad to see you guys all here. I see some returning smiling faces. Let me introduce our honorees really quick before I um, before I get too tongue-tied here. We've got Marlon Hamilton, whom I've not met before. This is his first year. Good luck to him, sir. He is the production service manager at RICO. We've also got Jeff Stylin, who's returning this year. He was in studio last year. He's the director of information technology for UPS. And then we've also got Jim Kozel, who is the COO of World Emblem. And we're going to hear a little bit about each of these gentlemen here and their enthusiasm behind driving funds and raising awareness for the American Cancer Society. But first, I'd like to turn it over to Bruce and Michael to share with you a little bit about the initiative and um, how you can become involved. So gentlemen, feel free. Okay, well, I'll open it up and then hand it over to Michael. I'll say that the Real Man Wear Pink campaign is now six years old. It's uh, for the American Cancer Society, and it was a program developed where Local business businessmen across the country, and especially for us here in Atlanta, get together and you have business owners, celebrities, you go across the board, um, executives, they get together with the same common cause. We all know that breast cancer affects everyone in some way or shape or form. So for the month of October, that's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we get these uh, gentlemen together and they raise awareness and raise funds to help the fight against breast cancer. And with that comes a few things, just getting that message out about getting the checkups, getting the mammograms, doing all the things that, can, that are so important to the fight against breast cancer. Because we all know that the, the stage that you catch it at has a lot to do and a big impact on the survival rates. So getting that message out is important. And then just as important is the research is expensive. And American Cancer Society is second to none in doing that. So raising those funds is is really large. And the, the last piece that makes it real men wear pink is for the month of October, the men that agree to do this and are, are the honorees agree to wear pink every day in the month of October. That brings up the conversation and the ability to see everyone that they come in contact with the opportunity to discuss what they're doing and why they're raising those funds. Yeah, and I'll just add in uh, not a whole lot more uh, that I can add behind Bruce, but it's really, really exciting to have this opportunity in to impact the community. And this is a, a rare opportunity where the dollars, every dollar that we raise, we absolutely can draw a connection into the impact back to the community and whether that's, as Bruce said, research or someone needing a ride for treatment or needing a place to stay while they're undergoing therapy or treatment. 
you know, fueling a 24, uh, seven day hour, um, 24 hour, seven day a week, uh, helpline. Uh, you know, this is, this is huge. And for me as an alum and, and there are tons of us, I think we're $40 million strong since we started wow. this, uh, campaign. And, um, this, this group here, I'd be excited to hear from them because they have a, uh, a target goal of about $480,000. Uh, I'm sure all of them are going to tell you about the stretch goal, the 500 we round up, not down. Is that an accumulative <laughs> goal, Michael, or is that an individual goal? It's cumulative for this year. Okay. So everyone has their part in that. But the, um, the, the other exciting part is they are supported by folks like myself and Bruce who have run the race already. And uh, we just continue to stay connected to this. And so the beauty of that is we get to expand the reach each and every year. That's exciting. And I do have to give a shout out to the one person that we're missing in the room this year. And that's Mr. Bill Floor. He's out there listening in radio land. Um, I do want to ask you really quickly while you have the floor, Michael, because um, minus Bill, there would be three RICO representatives for this drive. So from the standpoint of your corporate um, environment, why is it so important for you and your teammates to participate? And how do you and um, the rest of your organization kind of help propel them and their drive? Hey, great question. And uh, one of the super, super exciting parts about this is that we have an organization that is filled with uh, employees at every level that are, you know, in this fight with us. They're committed to, you know, tackling cancer the same way we are. We have a number of um, uh, campaigns um, throughout the year with the American Cancer Society. We have uh, employees all over the nation that you know, step up and, and really look at this as something that, you know, we can make an impact on collectively. So from that standpoint, um, it, it takes on a little bit of a personal, it takes on a little bit of a professional, it takes a little bit of a the business community as well as the external community. So uh, for me, that's super exciting. And just to know the um, history that RICO has in this space. And oh, by the way, American Cancer Society happens to be a customer of RICO as well. Very so nice. a little bit of double jeopardy there. So uh -huh. Well, thank you for sharing. And then also same question before you hand um, the mic over, Bruce. You have been a participant for as long as I've been involved with you guys. And you continue to lead with fortitude and you always round up the best candidates and you guys seem to shatter your fundraising goals on an annual basis. So share a little bit about the reason that you're so passionate about this uh, particular mission. Well, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the breast cancer affects everyone. And, and in my life, it's been no different. My wife's, uh, you know, fought cancer twice. Um, I lost my mother to to breast cancer. So again, it, it, it comes very close. But you know, you mentioned uh, Bill. Bill's such a great co-chair. We work with Aaron Nixon from the American Cancer Society. And probably the funnest part of the year is August and September when we do round up or find the honorees and, and talk to people to be able to join. Because no matter what walk of life, we find people where that's so important to them as well. So you know, I, you're right. It's been six years. I was a, a an honoree the the second year, so I missed the first year. Um, but Aaron started with the American Cancer Society the year I was an honoree, so we've kind of grown up together, I guess. So chairing it since then has been just such a passion. And um, you know, I also worked at Rico for th for, 30, I remember, for thirty yes. years. So so that background and the passion that they have with it is. It's just, it's just incredible. And it is contagious. And we just did such a good job. You know, Michael's done it. We've had my son did it and he's with Last Rico. Year, yeah. So it just cont continues to expand. We have so many people that work so hard for it. 
And um, we do cross the goals. I will say when we started, there were only 14 cities that did it. Now there's 45. So it continues to grow. Um, this year, we hope to finish first in the country. We were used to doing that. The headquarters are here in Atlanta. There's no reason we shouldn't finish number one. But, um, you know, the last couple of years, we've had a couple, you know, whether it was Los Angeles or D.C. sneak up on us. This year, we're currently in second place. So we will need all those, uh, everyone to hit their goals. Uh, the $480,000 is a big goal because last year we were trying to get three hundred and we made four hundred. So um, we think we can break that half million dollar mark this year. And we think especially with all the people that are working on it, I can report we're probably two thirds of the way and it's the 20th of October. So we're two thirds of the way through. So with the strong finish, I think we'll do real well. And oh, by the way, we have two uh, honorees um, that are leading the country out of Atlanta, by the way. So uh, go ahead and give so them a shout out. So we have to give a quick shout yeah. out for, for Napa and Genuine Auto Parts, also a Rico customer, but just an incredible job. They, they have the strategy down. They've been involved for the same amount of years I have. And what they do is they get two executives and they pit them against each other. I love it. The and competition. nationally, it's just incredible. In fact, a couple of years ago, I joked the vice president of sales beat the CEO. The, actually, the CEO was a real men honoree. Um, this year, they have two very senior executives and they're battling it out. And, you know, that's a big part of where we're at in the goal. So as Michael mentioned, two of them are in the top 10 honorees in the country right now. It's Jamie, Watt, uh, Jamie uh, Walton and uh, mm -hmm. Chris Gala. Oh, shout out to Jamie and Chris. Continue the, the great work. And Absolutely. I also have a competitive spirit. So who is trailing number one? Who's the state number one? So we can blow them out of the water. Uh, right now, I think Oakland is ahead of us, but it, it'll, it'll move. It'll no. move around. It's there's a lot. Of, one thing we've learned very hard the last couple of years and I guess it's just a trick in any sport or trade. There's a lot of sandbagging. Mm -hmm. I'll say. We, we like to put it all out there and put every dollar we get as we go. We find that, you know, we're going with a big lead on the last day. And then all of a sudden, someone that was in fifth place finishes number one. Man. And it's a great thing for the mm -hmm. American Cancer Society Absolutely. because we now know everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, we, it, it, it helps add up. So even when we feel like we might be short of the goal, and I'm talking nationally when we're, we're at the American Cancer Society looking at it. We know so many people are sandbagging that we're probably okay. Oof. Well, before we turn it over to the honorees, I do just want to take a moment to thank the people who are making this special segment um, possible for us. And that is our partners at Brandywine Printing and Cooper and Company General Contractors. So we will start with Jim as he is returning this year while we play hopscotch really quickly. And Jim, welcome back. I'm excited to see your smiling face. You are lacking your pink cowboy hat this year, but that's okay because I got one here for you on the table. Share with our listeners who might be unfamiliar with World Emblem a little bit about what you do uh, for our community. So um, my name is Jim Cozell. I'm with World Emblem. World Emblem is an um, international company that makes name tags, company emblems, embellishments for garments. Uh, they joined with me last year uh, to give me the strength behind some of the stuff we got done. This year, they've agreed to do matching funds. So whatever we get, uh, whatever we're able to raise this year, they will, uh, they will match with us which is a great, uh, a great part of it. Next year, I hope to get them because we do have facilities in Texas and California, Canada. So I want to get them to start having that same portion with the organization nationwide. So we're looking forward to what next year is going to look like already as well. That'll be very um, exciting. So you'll essentially be competing against your company, but in different areas. So talk go. about uh, a little yeah. bit of stick and fun there. That's what we're hoping for. And we hope to bring 
We uh, this year we got a little bit of a, a little bit too late of a start to do it, but we hope to bring in um, the uh, the director of operations that's housed in Atlanta next year, and the same way, like I said, in Houston and California. Very nice. Well, again, for those that missed the segment last year, you are a returning honoree. So share with us, and it might have been that you were. Um, was it voluntold to do it instead of volunteered? <laughs> but I do think that there's a lot to be said as we have some returning real men that wear pink. Why you decided to jump back into the race this year? Obviously, um, we share competition, a competitive spirit. So you're trying to beat yourself last year, right? Yeah, for sure. So Bill Floor, mm-hmm. a very very close friend of mine, um, stuck me into this. I mean, invited <laughs> me nicely into this organization. And uh, it turned out to be such a great experience. But I have to tell you what really brought me back this year, and why it's a little bit different for me. We were at the wrap-up party last year. My wife was with me, and she was amazed at some of the survivors. I mean, you can't not be touched. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing, right? Only to find out a couple months later, she gets um, diagnosed with stage 4 lymphoma. And you're thinking, oh my gosh. But I have to tell you, if you want to find a better organization... American Cancer Society is amazing. I mean, she's she's in great shape. Thank she's goodness. on the road to recovery. It looks like she is in remission, like solid. Mm-hmm. What they can do and the amount of technology they have around this terrible disease is amazing. And so, how could I not? I mean, uh, we owe it. We owe it to we owe it to millions of people to be uh, to be a part of that. Now, the cool part, the, the other part that was cool is um, it's like the owner of Sliced, which is a pizza place locally. Um, he's given us his Gainesville store on Sunday, so we're going to have a pizza party there Sunday from 2 to 5 at, in, at Slice in Gainesville. Uh-huh. And then an organization called The Wave, which is a charity organization that helps um, displace kids, enjoy boating. They put them out on a wakeboard for a little bit. They're donating a five-hour uh, wakeboard experience for anybody who wants to go wakeboarding. So we're going to have that as a silent auction. we got like 100,000 Delta Sky Miles as a silent auction. So we've got now people, because they're rallying more around my wife, Doreen, to help out with the organization. So it's starting to build the way we hope that we build. So it's really cool. Congratulations. Yeah, if amazing. I were if I were in town this weekend, I would definitely join you for that fundraiser. I have seen the Slice brand, so that's yeah. really cool yeah. that they're standing behind you as well. And I'm glad that your wife is doing so much better. Oh, she's awesome. It's, Good. It's, it's just amazing. So there, um, we're going to turn the turn the mic over to our newest Donnery. Welcome to the show, Marlon Hamilton. How are you today? Thank you, Amanda. I'm doing great today. You know, you look so familiar. Do I look familiar to you? Well, I think I saw you at the American Cancer Society kickoff event for Real Men Wear Pink. So I was not there. I was thinking ah, a chamber okay, event. Okay, but uh, but it, it, I have a doppelganger out there. I have heard so that might have yeah. been my doppelganger. Oh, we all do. Yes. <laughs> so, being that this is your first year, share with us a little bit about your experience thus far and your reason for kind of jumping in feet first and wanting to pursue funds for this um, wonderful cause. Perfect. So when it was first brought to me, it was presented as an opportunity. <laughs> so it wasn't I wasn't exactly told. And but when I first heard the opportunity, I actually jumped on it right away. I didn't even have to think about it. It was something that, you know, hits home because just like, you know, everyone else, you know, cancer has been affecting so many families. My family has been affected by it. I had a close cousin who passed away and her sister was diagnosed shortly after that with breast cancer, who, thank God, has uh, is a survivor right now. So it, it definitely hit home. And with this opportunity, I'll be honest with you, one of the uh thing that made it, made me the most nervous is I had to 
uh, go somewhere I've never been before, and that's uh, taking part in fundraising events. Mm-hmm. So that part can be a little bit scary, but you know, with this Real Men Wear Pink team, there's been a lot of support. I've been communicating with Michael. I've been getting emails and messages from Bruce. So there's a lot of support, and the team definitely rally around you to help you uh, help you uncover like different ways of fundraising. So one of the things that we had uh, yesterday, and thank you for everyone who came out to support, uh, we had an event at I Love Bowling in Duluth. So that company, uh, on a whim, I just stopped in there and I, and I told them that, hey, I'm working with Real Men Wear Pink right now, and I'm uh, seeing what we can do as far as getting a price to have a fundraising event. And the manager there, his family was affected by breast cancer. So they were able to open up and they said, look, we'll give you three hours of bowling pool on us. Um, you, you guys bring as many people as you want. All the money that you collect will go directly to you and, and what you're trying to do. That's amazing. Yeah, it's so so really that it was a it, it was a great experience and it was great for them to donate that to us to help us with our fundraising event. So and some good exposure for the company. I lived in Duluth for five years and I've never been to I Love Bowling. I just wrote it down so I can go check it out. Yes. <laughs> I'll have to go. Um, so, you know, um, I don't know if you do anything for physical activity, but I'm an Orange Theory fitness enthusiast. And all of our coaches say growth occurs in the uncomfortable zone. Yes. So you, my friend, have been tapped on the shoulder and you are growing in this zone of uncomfortability. And I have no doubt that you're going to raise and exceed the funds that you are appointed to raise. Oh, that's the goal. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> <course>. that. <laughs> uh, really quickly, share with us a little bit about what you do as a production service manager at Rico. Okay. So uh, my team, I handle hardware services on printers. So everything from a mid-range printer all the way up to a continuous forms printer running upwards of 450 feet per minute. So uh, in a minute, you know, we can do four times that of a, of a football field. So they're uh, extraordinary machines to actually see in person. So uh, in a nutshell, I cover Atlanta Metro, Columbus Metro, as well as Birmingham Metro. So I'm putting on a lot of miles right now. Wow. <laughs> well, congratulations to being an honoree this year. And I look forward to maybe seeing you again next year. Awesome. Looking forward to it. All right. Now we are going to pass the mic to our returning guest, Mr. Jeff Stylin. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Amanda. Pleased to be here. I love that hat that you have on today. (laughs) And you're all decked out in your pink. Um, Share with us maybe a little bit from the tech side, because you were the the tech guy who actually just helped me uh, take that timed photograph of of this entire group. We're talking a lot about uh, prevention technology for um, detecting cancer. And I know that might not be your wheelhouse, but maybe as far as advancements in technology and how far we've come over the years, you can give your tech perspective on that preventative um, Peace. I would actually tie right into how Bruce opened because the technology is helping to advance the research. Ah. So being able to leverage that, diagnose it, if you will, and arrive at what would be, I would say, trial opportunities, trial drugs and treatments, and then advancing that and recognizing what cells are advancing, what cells are not advancing, and how you can then have preventive care based on that, technology plays a huge role. I can imagine. And I do just want to share, because this is something that we don't often think about, that breast cancer not only affects women, but also men. And I don't mean that like that they're affected because their wives have had it, but it does impact men as well. So it is very important for everybody to go out there and have those preventative procedures or 
measures done. Um, I have not had to the great pleasure of experiencing a mammogram or anything like that in my lifetime, but I know that all those things are very important when the time comes. So share with us, Jess, Jeff, a little bit about the reason that you've returned this year to drum up some more funds and have great success. Oh, well, I, let, let me just begin. I, I mean, I'm starting next week, my 38th year with UPS. And wow. UPS globally supporting cancer, whether it's the American Cancer Society or local cancer organizations in countries such as the Singapore Cancer Society, UPS is in 26 countries supporting cancer organizations and 43 states specifically volunteering thousands of hours to the American Cancer Society. So it's, it's internally uh, inherent in our nature at UPS to be involved, and I work with a core group of IS partners that are inherently involved. So this year is actually my 16th year volunteering for the American Cancer Society. And as such, I'm in very much involved and serve on the local Georgia area board of directors as well. I remember that. I apologize. I didn't mention that earlier. I remember that from last year. Well, you were, you were doing pretty well when, when we had you in the seat last year. So share with us some of the stats, if you can. I see you have your phone. Where are you at as far as uh, reaching your goal? Where are you guys at? As Bruce mentioned, it's the 20th right now. We have 11 more days. And you're two-thirds of the way. So share with us a little bit about I, where. I really like Bruce's other comment that I think we're, we're holding things in arrear. Uh, if you look at uh, where we stand, New York is number one. The Georgia area is number two at the moment. And uh, we're about $60,000 behind. But you see those last-minute pieces. And I admit I'm sort of planning the same way. Uh, my personal goal this year, uh, I doubled last year. My personal goal this year is 20000 Nice. And um, I'm sitting at about 5300 but I have plans to augment and certainly pass it in my mind. You, this got, year. you got some cards up your sleeve? Nice. Literally business cards up my <laughs> sleeve with a QR code. Well, and thank you for handing those to me. I'll give you a chance here in just a moment for you guys to share where people can contribute um, online. But... Um, or I just, I just had a, a loss in my thought. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? The part of what we, what we do in wearing the pink every day is to invite conversation and to share that advocacy, right? And so I've got a great story from last year. So I was with a group of UPSers and we were volunteering for another organization in North Fulton County. Yet all my peers were wearing their brown UPS volunteer shirts. It was October, not Jeff. I was decked out in pink. And we went to the Avalon area poster volunteer time uh, to sort of celebrate what we had contributed. And while there, sitting at a table next to us, it was a group of about eight to ten women. So they kind of tapped me on the shoulder. First they asked for a group photo because they're all together and I was sitting closest to them. <laughs> but then they looked at my group, looked at me, and they go, what's with the pink? Mm -hmm. Thank you. You just uh -huh. opened the door. Yes. I walked around to their table and I always carry these pink bracelets I have made every year, the rubber bracelets. And the first thing I did was hand out everyone and introduce that I'm a part of Real Men Wear Pink and what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Two of them immediately stood up, started crying. They're breast cancer survivors. Wow. As I began to share the story, then being originally from Wisconsin, one lady came up to me and she goes, do you know Don Bukowski? And I go, yes, of course. Number seven, former Green Bay Packer quarterback of the early 90s. She goes, I'm his wife. And so all of a sudden now I had a Wisconsin connection. And next thing you know, I'm handing out my business cards there. And those group of ladies donated. And that conversation started. And the advocacy started because I was wearing pink and stood out. I love that. You know, I don't know why it's so out of the ordinary when 
when people see fellows wearing pink. Pink is my favorite color, and I think it's very flattering on a lot of gentlemen. All of you look wonderful here in the room. Um, but I would agree with you that it is that kind of eye-catching um, awareness and that conversation opening up the floor to have with people and then ask for their gift. And I think that someone around the table last year made a comment, even if your contribution is as small as that of what you had spent at Starbucks on a latte, every single bit adds up. So if you can buy that Americano, you can donate that 425. Go ahead. So, so one aspect, I mean, we all have our personal reasons, but I'm very proud. This year marks my mother's 45th year as a breast cancer survivor. So wow. 1977, the procedures were a bit radical, right? And so I've been an advocate and a fundraiser, as I said, for going on 16 years now. And I, I boil it down to four basic steps. The first step is not being afraid to make the ask. The second step is embracing the no. You will get nine no's before you get your first yes. If you never make the ask, the answer is always no. Embrace the no, and you're one less no away from your yes. The third piece is become educated. Recognize that the funds you're raising support 1-800-227-2345, the 24 by 7 hotline the American Cancer Society engages in, where women can understand one out of every two will call that number when they're diagnosed with breast cancer, how to apply wigs, how to put on their eyebrows, how to get rides to and from treatment. Recognize, in addition to research, where those funds are going, and as a fundraiser, become educated, and then give yourself a personal challenge, the fourth step, next year you can do more. Oh, I love that. I can tell your passion is very evident and, and the length of time that you've been involved is definitely um, astronomical and congratulations to your mother's remission as well. Really quickly before I um, dive into how people can donate, tell our listeners what you do in your role as Director of Information Technology for UPS, being that you've been there for almost 30 years. <laughs> Uh, the, the beauty of UPS is you can move around multiple times in your organization, have completely different jobs. Uh, at this point in time, I'm the Director of Information Technology, supporting our supply chain organization and all of our global warehouses and the systems that help do the pick, the pack, the shipping, and the receiving, keeping our supply chain for our customers active and moving in on time. Very nice. How many times do you get people calling you guys the ups, ups man, you know? You, have you ever heard that? Uh, yes, I, yes, I have. It's, 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 it's the ups, um, man. It's the ups truck. One of the aspects of that is when it comes peak season, so mm -hmm. our November and December, when the volume doubles, all of us are available to be on call. That happened for me last year. On a Saturday, I got called up, and I was driving four to five hours to Raleigh, North Carolina, and I had the Browns on, and I was delivering Monday through Saturday. And what were they doing? Hey, ups, man. Ups, so, man. yes, it's very, very common. And then they go, wait a minute you're not a normal driver. Where's Troy? <laughs> and you begin sharing that we're so busy. We want to maintain your on-time performance. I'm here to help Troy out. Oh, that's amazing. Talk nice. about roll up your sleeves. When you have the, the director of IT delivering your packages for the holidays, talk about team spirit. Thank we you. Very do a pink Santa Claus suit. This Ooh. Year. <laughs> oh, just, just well, saying. I don't know. Do we think Jeff's beard could be that long before Christmas? He's got a little bit of a start. We will grow it down to here and we'll dye it pink. Well, I do love that you guys are also enthusiastic about this. Um, Bruce, I'd like to hand it right back to you so that you can share with our listeners how they can participate, how they can um, they can help you guys share the word, and also how they can contribute. 
Okay, so the easiest way, I mean, you, you can go to American Cancer Society or cancer.org and you can see a lot of the things Jeff was just talking about and the goals and things that we have. But, but the easiest way is just to do a search for Real Men Wear Pink of Atlanta. If you do that, it'll come right to, that'll be the number one site that you'll see. Click on that. It gives you the opportunity to find the honoree that you want to support. So you can scroll through there. It'll have all 25 of the local guys this year that are working so hard to do that. Um, as Jeff has, he's got a card with a QR code that goes straight to his. Many of the guys have ways for, for you to do that. Um, we're on the radio. We have one of our uh, real men this year as a radio personality for 680 The Fan. So hometown Brandon Leak is another one. So you can just even any morning listen to the show, and he gives a shout-out almost every day, and he's wearing his pink. And uh, he actually has uh, – because he's in that position, I, I figure I should give this shout-out. He's got uh, Kirby Smart and Ronald Acuna, and you can go down the list of celebrities that have given him items this year that they've signed – just to help raise funds. So even though they're not a real man, you can count Kirby Smart, Ronald Acuna, and I'm missing people. You can go down the list. Uh, Grady Jarrett, uh, these guys have, have – and, and Brandon talks about it every morning. But I think that's important to know that there's just a wide variety of ways to give. You can't help but miss. And here's another one. If you see a guy decked out in pink, walked around, maybe stop and have that conversation yeah. because then they can help take that through. Okay, so I will list all of the honorees who are in studio today in the show notes should you like to directly contribute to their um, fundraising efforts. But as Bruce mentioned, it is definitely well-received and appreciated for you to contribute any amount, large or small, to any number of the honorees. And just as a reminder, this is a tax-deductible donation. That's correct. So I know that we're rounding, we're in Q4, and a lot of times people are looking for some creative things to do with some dollars. And hey, if you're looking to repurpose those dollars in a positive way, we will happily accept them for our initiative. Absolutely. Um, gentlemen, as we round the end of the show, yes, what what else would you like to add? And, and, and bear in mind, for those that do donate, check with your organization. Some organizations do do a match, a 50% or 100% match. So take advantage of that and follow up, and then you can double the cause for your local community. And it's also good um, marketing for the company as well to show some philanthropy and some participation. Jim, did you say that they were matching you dollar for dollar? World emblem is. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. I love that for you guys. Does anybody else have anything to add before we say sayonara? No, Michael, you're shaking your head no, but you're going to leave us with a final thought. <laughs> no, the final thought <laughs> is um, I, I think there's multiple ways to give financially, but the other opportunity, and, and Bruce kind of talked about, uh, some of the connections, open up your network. And if you're not able to give financially, you know, share information, education information, or open up your network to educate them on ways that they can give. I love that. And Jeff, just because you had that number memorized, can you repeat that one more time, the hotline for our listeners? Certainly. 1-800-227-2345. Very nice. Thank you, gentlemen, all for joining us today on the special edition of Forsyth Business Radio. I wish you all the best of luck. I know that you're going to have great success, and I look forward to seeing you again next year so that we can talk about um, the extra dollars that you raised. I enjoyed learning a little bit about what you do for your companies. Thank you for joining us on this special edition of Forsyth Business Radio, dedicated to the real men that wear pink of Atlanta. If you'd like to learn more about the fundraising efforts of the real men that wear pink, visit 
acsevents.org or simply Google the real men that wear pink of Atlanta. You are able to select the honorees by name in order to contribute. However, everybody would appreciate a donation, no matter large or small. I am your host, Amanda Pierce, and I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn, Amanda, P-E-A-R-C-H. I do want to give a special thanks to those who made this program possible, Brandywine Printing Incorporated, located here in Cumming, Georgia, and also Cooper & Company General Contractors. If you'd like to enjoy these episodes, they are available 24-7 online at businessradiox.com. Simply select the Forsyth Studio, or they're available wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Until next time... <music>